0: Check this deal out. Our little jack's getting pretty good. You want to watch this reel? See Are you going to turn think? it around towards me? Well, I'm going to give it to you to watch. Oh, okay, right. I'm getting it.
1: I didn't want to have to get up and come over to you. Why? You ever seen Coming to America? Is he coming down here?
0: He's got his little cello, violin, fiddle player going on.
1: Wow. Kind of cool, huh? Really cool. It almost sounded like a train horn at first. wow that's really cool what is that
0: just like the season one uh, season 15 tour number one so it's texas california and new york where will you use it at i just you know put it up
1: there on the social media platforms it's really cool it's a good one huh yeah really good have you been using pumped up where was that bucket where'd you get that camouflage bucket at i saw you wearing in there. Oh, I wear it all the time. Dude, that's nice. You like that bucket hat? Yeah. Is it a good one? You need one. I do. It's a bandit. Is it really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you, have you? Are you active on Camo Space?
1: Yeah. Well, I do the it's page grown for like uh, crazy, huh? Uh, where the pavement ends. I've been waiting to post that kill shot of my brother's deer on there. I want to kind of hype it up and because so I I quit putting like the kill shots on Instagram and Facebook and stuff because they just bury you in their algorithm so i put them you can't get anywhere with it no you can't you can't that's sad that's the whole thing is you can't sad liberal maybe twitter will be tear okay down now. our society do you think twitter will be all right now i don't know i downloaded twitter when elon i don't took know if over. people really go there for content though they go there for like news briefings they go for like that short little headlines yeah
0: i'm active on twitter again because of elon but i think that i was inactive for so long that people it's going to take a while to get...
1: You have to start over again, basically.
0: But Instagram and and these... these I mean, it's... I think it's short-lived, especially in our space. I think that the days of credible ambassadors, quote-unquote influencers, are numbered. I truly do. I think that it's going to become very, very hard to make a living on any of them... If you shoot animals, kill animals, do anything like they will literally just bury you in their analytics and their algorithms and all of that. And they'll be like, um, well, we're paying attention to that. Plus you got to spend money. Like, I don't even know what Mm. would happen if we spent the right amount of money with them. I don't know what the right amount is. We've tried to do 1500 a week, 2000 a month, whatever it is. But for some reason, it's hard. Once they find out about you and you get on their radar, they make it hell on you. And we cracked it for a minute, like we were getting, like some of these views. I, I played by their rules, started doing research, like okay, well, Facebook, the right amount of time. Facebook yeah, owns that. Instagram. They are getting their ass kicked by TikTok on these short form dancing videos, all these creative things. So they say we're gonna really push our reels. They got rid of IGTV and they went to this whole reels deal. They got the twenty four hour stories on there still. You it got to where you post a picture on there unless you're a celebrity with a hundred million followers like The Rock or Morgan Wallen or somebody a picture doesn't do shit no nope. P- people don't even look at it for like oh good photography anymore okay so then I started playing I started looking at like we are pushing reels if you can post one reel a day maybe two then you can get in our algorithm and be successful so then I was like all right well I'm gonna stick to my core audience before I was like I would promote a concert or a podcast or a recipe so i'm like we're gonna go duck hunting 100 and it ended up being probably 98 percent of duck hunting but i mean if you look at some of these reels dude i don't know if you pay attention to this at all but here's a reel in new york okay i'm in the goose pit this i call this goose just let him come in shoot him just a simple one single big can of honker. 34,536 likes. Look at the views. Wow. Okay. So then, and it wasn't like- And how many followers? You know how you know, sometimes you sneak one by them and for some reason it goes viral? Yeah. Followers, I have hundred 120, 125, 128,000 followers. So 2.5 million views. That's impressive. So then I'm like, yeah, that's just one of them deals to where- then I started looking cuz I I don't I don't pay attention to this shit like I should. Look at this rest. Look at this one. Just shooting a Benelli. 10,000 likes, 330 something thousand views. 333,000.
1: The views. other one had 2.5 million? Million. Um, so that's that's weird.
0: Well, it's just like some of them take off. Here's one that's jumping up these ducks. 5,000 likes, 89,000 views. A lot of these have upwards of Like, look at these right here. All of these are at least, let me see, 45,000 views. What? 57,000 views. So you look at it like, are we playing by their rules? And yes, we are, right? Look at this one right here. This one's nuts. All it is is a Mallard Duck recipe. This one, 18,000 likes, 820,000 views. That'll, That'll hit a million next week. Yeah. So I said, all right, we're on to something. We're kicking ass. Our 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 views are are our, our dude. We were blowing it out of the water, bro, with, with our accounts reached. We got to 3.4 million accounts reached. You, re- are you listening? I'm listening. 3.4 so million. All of a sudden, it just shuts off. The freaking faucet just shuts off. Done. And they and I'm like, and I think all I can accredit it to is that. We're getting all of these impressions, all of this engagement. Our our engagement rate is over 1%, meaning that is meaning that I want to make sure that I have this right. I try to, I'm trying to do some research on this because I'm, I'm not gonna get beat by these bastards. Um we're doing this analysis for ambassadors and influencers for our rubs, you know. So we're trying to figure out what how everybody's activating on. We have one hundred and twenty-seven thousand, okay, one hundred twenty-eight thousand followers now. Our average likes are one thousand two hundred and fifty-seven, but our average comments are only six. So gonna- we have a point nine nine percent engagement rate, which is very high. Yeah, point nine percent, okay, point nine nine percent engagement rate. So that's a, that's a that's that's a strong engagement rate, especially in the hunting space. Because you get shut down so much. So I so what I was saying was we committed to one reel per day to our core audience. Dude, we're getting blown it out of the water. Got 2.5 million on that one, 880,000 on this one, 500,000 on this one, 400,000 just killing it. And then all of a sudden, for no reason at all, it's in the heat of the season. It's a core audience. It's the I didn't go back to posting, dance, anything else besides hunting and just faucet shut off. And have you put some money into it since it shut off? No, because I, I honestly think that that's why they shut me off yeah. because it's like, they're like, well, this dude's getting all this free promotion. For free, yep. How could you blame them? It's their, it's their business it's their model. Business. If I'm sitting there and I build something and I have all that money that Mark Zuckerberg and th- that board of directors, and not that I agree with any of them politically or any of that shit. Okay. Even though at one time he did come out as a hunter, went over to Africa and killed some shit. Um, I, I, I can't stand him for what he did to the 2020 election. But the the point is, is that how could you blame the guys? They got all that money invested in that shit. They're not multi, multi gazillionaire, but billionaires for sure by not making money. Right. So they're not going to go and go, wait a minute, you're on a platform that we created. We built this. Yes, you guys, you do have a lot of years invested in this. You have, you think about somebody like, like, let's just take Anna V on Facebook. 10 years of freaking nonstop work on that account. You know, 80,000 followers. It's not a ton. It's not, it's not nothing to shake a stick at. Most people have less than a thousand followers. Right. If you do the math on any of these platforms, um, taken down hundred percent because of her hunting, like, really? like taken back and they will not let her back on freedom of speech completely taken away. Um, so because play, of are
1: posting kill shots or yeah. what?
0: or just not in political stuff and all that. You you don't play by their rules they can take you down. Yep. You play by their rules they get you stuck in the algorithm. You don't pay, you get stuck in the algorithm which we should we it's great promotion for us. It's a marketing tool. Do you just stick with what you got and bitch like I'm bitching right now that they got me and they're shutting me down or do you invest a bunch of money in it and see what that does? But that's not a guarantee that you don't get shut down either on a boost. So, it's it's a hard game to play. Like uh, I I'm watching it every day going we're being creative. We have great videography. Our audio's there. We're, we're relating to a core audience. And you can't tell me that anything's different than two weeks ago when we were setting the world on fire with this shit. You can't just go, you can't persuade me like, oh, you haven't, that's just the way the audience is. Nobody's seen it. Because all you got to do is look at things like this. All you got to do is look at, um, like, let's take uh, maybe this one. Three people. That I know, okay? See how this one says following? Yeah. That's usually like 30 or 40 people. Everybody that I follow usually checks the stuff out. That shows me that nobody saw it. Yep. That shows me that the people that, that were seeing the big ones, like if you go to, if you go to, um, like look at this one right here. Everybody chat building with the ballot. Look how many of them. Right. They're all, they're all, they blocked. all saw it. Yep. Right people saw it and people react to it well they can stop your downline the people that follow you from seeing shit i've asked people hey did you see it? no i didn't even see it i oh. didn't even see it today i didn't even see i didn't even know that it was up there you know so again like i can't bitch at them for wanting to make money you can't do that you can't say well you got to give it to me for free because it's ignorant for us to have all of that all of that there and and our ability to market on it and not pay for it that's what's really going on right now and on top of that we're hunters and they they don't want to see animals being killed. Yep. So I saw
1: I saw a guy not too long ago and he was on the Barstool Sports Finance thing and they were asking him about his YouTube videos and they're they said something to the effect of you know you made $80,000 on such and such a video with YouTube and he said yes but no. He said I I was paid $80,000 by YouTube for the for the Clicks or whatever he said, but literally, I put seventy five thousand dollars into it to get it there. It's an investment thing it's it's basically, and like you said they're the they're the ones that are gonna win. the owners are gonna win, so for you to make eighty, you're gonna spend seventy five he's still he's making five thousand bucks for making a YouTube video, but that's how the game works man it 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 sucks it if you think back 10 years ago it wasn't that way right you you posted something you got a bunch of likes if you were selling a hat or a shirt you know they'd sell you thought wow this is the greatest thing ever they they figured that out quick and And, and they should have
0: yeah you can't mean there's people that i hear bitch all the time all this work into these accounts now if you have all this work into your account and it gets ripped down because i disagree that's terrible but if they're like, got an algorithm that shows like, hey, unless you're putting some money into the kitty, you, you we cannot limit who builds a, a thing on this. Like, you know, Elon's talking about bringing $8 a month to a Twitter subscription, like a Netflix deal. He's doing it. Unless you own a business and you're promoting yep. a product or a service, what is the use in paying $8 a month? Is Is it, are you getting all your news from there? The only way that you can justify it is by saying it's an entertainment value. So for $96 a year, I get an hour a day of entertainment off of reading my Twitter feed, whether it's following Elon Musk or following Donald Trump Jr. or following Dwayne, the rock Johnson or this comedian or this or that I get, I get entertainment and I get briefed on news and current events off of Twitter. Is that worth a hundred dollars a year? Hell yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, a, if you're a swiper, if you're, if you're it, a phone yeah. person, why would you not invest a, at least $100 a year into Instagram, which is nothing on there, but most people don't invest anything on it. They don't want to. But companies do. Yeah. Companies invest in it all the time and sponsored links. And like, I'll get something in my feed that's from a company they know that I'm going to relate to. They've the, done yeah. their due diligence and their research, and they know who to peg me with. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool service. or that's a cool product. I look more into it. It's happened to me. I've gotten sold off of off of ads on on, yeah. on social media. So it works. It's just a matter of what you're willing to put into it. Social media is a consistent job. If you oh, don't dude. stay consistent on it and you're like, ah, I'll just I might post once a week. That shit ain't don't work. Nope. You get lost. You get lost. It's a consistent
1: job that you have to stay active your, on. Your your followers want to see it every day. Do you think this is not a this is just a thought outside of the box, would it benefit your company at all to speak to someone who's more on the front line of social media? I know you have Tom and he's a, he's a badass, but there's other people that that's all they specialize in. I just wonder if, if someone out there would, would tell you, Hey, you need to spend 1500 bucks a month or, you know, two grand a month, or it's a thousand bucks or whatever, and find out if that's the answer to it. There's a, there's obviously a, a, there's a formula to the thing there the, and these ad companies, I'm going to guess they know what, what that formula is. You know what I mean? Or is there a rep at Instagram or whatever that you get with it? Cause when I no. worked at the limo company, like Google would call you and say, Hey, they basically tell you, you need to, you want to be number one on Google and you want, you know, you got to pay per click. So x amount of dollars that's a different kind of business right because you're actually driving like reservations and they charge you for that but you had to do that and dude there's companies that spend hundreds of thousand okay, dollars okay, well, a month
0: here, here's a question for you then Crossbow. going back to this um look at this so when we started doing shitty right was I don't know how long ago, but it was about right here. Exactly right here. Nope, right there is the is the first time I started to see shit drop off. Three hundred and twelve likes.
1: And what is the video? I can barely see it. Oh, it's a okay. badass video. Drone footage,
0: gun shooting, yeah. Thirteen thousand Plays.
1: So you go from 80,000 to 13,000. The to next 13, one's
0: 24,000.
1: It's a little bit. The next
0: one is 16,000, which again, you got to keep in mind the average might be 400 views, you know, that people get. So my question is there's a 20,000 on the next one. The next one is 11,000 because it's a wholesale for Yukanuba dog food. The next one is 46,000. Not bad, right? That one is 30,000. Most people are probably going, What are you talking about? It went bad for you. That's a good amount of views, but not compared to what we get. This one's an ad for Flask Cap 799 likes, 15,000 views. That's a direct ad of buy your cup today. That's pretty good. This one, 24,000 views. This one, 30,000. Remember, they continue to grow too. 47,000 yeah, yeah. for that one. My question to you is, 19000 for that one. That's all about camo Space. Come join Camel Space. This one's for decoys. 21000 21000 Here's one directly for the provider. 8000 They shut my down on that one. Bubba Henderson. One person saw it that I, that I Let know. Let me see it. See, it wasn't a hunt, but it's a wild game recipe. And they and I'm showing product and everything, but so was I on the flask cap. Snow geese working, twenty-two thousand. Dan Henderson, thirty-two thousand. This one's a direct thing for American Almond Beef store, nineteen hmm. so, thousand. Which now open. So it's nineteen thousand. My question to you is it took me eight seconds to film that video. I was in Gridley anyway, hunting. Yeah. I was going to get meat anyway. Get the phone on, babe. Anna films me coming out of the store talking about beef. I did it in three. I did three videos and one take each. Okay, it's like a fuck, like a young Bobby De Niro. Like, I, I, should, I shouldn't even compare myself to him because I can't stand him anymore. Hannah Dasher, our cook, 32,000. It's a provider video. She's cooking with our rubs. It's a collaboration with Anna. This one, 12 thousand because I show a pile of dead ducks on a boat, but it's logos upfront logos of Gator Tail. Okay, I'm almost done. This is a not not a bad one. Ice Eater, forty four thousand. So how does Ice Cedar break that? We, it's that's I'm mine. In that I one. did it. That's we we produced it. Took us ten minutes.
1: It's because I'm in that video.
0: Oh no, that's a different video. Nineteen thousand for that one. Here's a direct jargon one. A me tuning a goose call and blowing it. 19,000. So you think that would get more likes? This one's 27,000 of a dog and a really good goose tackle. My question is, it takes us, it takes me 10 seconds to film a video. They turn their phone on, I say some shit. I might have to edit a little bit on my phone to cut it down. 20,000 people see that in 24 hours or however long it takes to get up to that high. With no money invested to the company, to Instagram. Some of them Jack or Eli edit, they'll, they'll put a quick edit on like the one I showed you today, which that one should do well, but I bet you it won't because it shows dead birds in it. I guarantee it won't do that well. It ain't going to do well. I can already tell by the start of it. A thousand views in six in uh, a thousand views in 20, 21 minutes. It's already up. Yeah. So my question to you is, is that a good investment? You, you spend eight seconds filming a video. I edit it for five minutes on my phone, and I put it up there, and it gets 20,000 potential customers looking at it that fast. It's not a million customers, but I don't have any investment in it. I was already in Gridley. I walked into the store, came out, and said, hey, come to the almond beef store. Who knows if it'll turn into sales. I hope that we figure out how to track that someday. But that's, you know, 20,000 people see that video for zero investment. It's almost so, free advertising, right?
1: It is, but for a hundred bucks, if it went to two hundred thousand, wouldn't that be a lot better? I'd do it a heartbeat. Yeah, that's the whole thing. So, my question to you was going to be: Have you ever added one of those, like shop buttons or whatever? And if so, how did that do? Like, if you did something for your rubs, and there was a button that you hit, and it went to the provider page, because I see those on people's pages.
0: Um. I just saw one today on Gator Cooler's page. Shop now or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And
1: I think you have to pay for that, I so believe. Let me see
0: on this reel for American Almond Beef. Where is that reel? Come down, American Almond Beef. Um, yeah, it says you could boost the post. So we should try it and just like run a thing on it. Right.
1: I just wonder if you shouldn't be like... The whole, I guess it would be hard for you because you have multiple brands, but maybe, maybe on your, you know, the foul life one and the provider one, you not just boost posts, but you have, you, you pay them. You know what I mean? You, you pay the, pay the fee. But again, I don't know. Like you said, you're getting 20,000 to 2.5 million views without doing anything. Why, why would you do more? But what if it went to 200,000 and 45 million views, you know, then that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Like that one of
0: that goose flying in, you're, you're hoping that the education of your audience comes into effect. Like I didn't hold up the decoys and say this goose died because of a greenhead gear, right. full body, commercial grade XD honker decoy. You just assume like, Hey, that's a cool video. It's got 2.5 million views, but it's got 35,000 likes, which is way more likes than we usually get average. So I'm hoping that 35,000 people that liked it, let's say 10% of that, 3,500, went to the website and said, man, I wonder what kind of decoys they use, or I wonder what kind of calls they were blown to get that goose that close, or I wonder how they hid, what kind of blind, and they start researching your brand because they're inquisitive, which is part of sales and marketing, is to create curiosity in the consumer's mind, create curiosity. so. That's what you're hoping for is that all of the passion or all of the um, energy and sweat equity that goes into running these social media accounts, it's non, It's a full-time job. It truly is. For me to stop my day and to do stories, to do a reel, to answer any questions, to answer any direct messages, um, and then you go to your next account and got to do jargon. You know, it's a full-time freaking job. Oh, I know I I do it too. Um,
1: it's, and it's, and like you said, you have to do it. You pretty much have to do it every day. I'm, I'm very guilty of not doing it on Saturdays and Sundays just because I run out of the, the content, you know what I mean? And so if I don't have ice cream at my house or, or if I don't have the program that I get, you know, whatever from at my house and I don't do it as much then that sucks because Saturday and Sundays when everybody's off work and they're consuming all that content and I should be posting and I just, I don't do it as much as I should and I should. Yeah, and I think that what you just said is key.
0: The content. Everybody wants to be consistent on their feed, but we have a the advantage because of the amount of content that we have. Oh yeah. Creating content that's doable every day is what's key for these companies. That's why when you get a sponsorship deal, content is king. Yep. You know what I say? So like it's like you can't, you cannot disregard the fact that what we do in creating content and uploading it into a sponsor's Dropbox or however way they choose to get their content, that is so, pro, you know, beneficial and valuable to a to a sponsor because they need the content. You mm-hmm. as somebody that don't sponsor anybody, like you know, you're not a you're not paying a bunch of people to get you content, but you're responsible for some social media accounts. You got to have content like yeah, you dude. and your stepdad, father-in-law, I shouldn't call him stepdad, father-in-law <laughs> should be paying me big money to get you ice cream content. Right. You know, we shoot a duck. That's the cherry on the top. We just put the cherry on top. Oh, speaking of cherry on top, check out this new flavor <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> from Tahoe Creamy. Do I owe you this one? How much do we not get? How, how do I not get a paid endorsement? No, that's exact.
1: But you're right, dude. Like joking aside, like I run out of content and I got nothing to post, dude. And it's huge for companies, dude. Like you think every, even like uh, uh, the restaurant. Yeah. You could go have the cook, make the daily special and you could take a picture of it and you could post it. But you know, by the time that happens at 11 o'clock in the, in the afternoon, you're already busy. You don't want to take the time to go do it. You don't want to waste the food. So you just don't do it. It's going back to, it's a full-time job. It's every day. Nonstop. you have to be dedicated to it and it's easy to forget to do it it's easy to get lost in all the other work you got to do and not do it and then again how much do we need it <laughs> that's going to be the next question you know i wish it was all gone right and then people would be like well it's a huge marketing tool i don't care i wish it was gone yeah i'll pay for the magazine it causes TV way more problems
0: do that magazines never caused right i guess you could uh, there's an argument that yeah people would see a pretty girl in a sports illustrated swimsuit edition and a girl would want to look more like her but that it was it's Uh, tenfold now it's tenfold
1: now the girl's in motion and twerking and freaking all the other bs that goes on and it's even freaking worse i would hate to be a kid right now crazy you the kids now that like you know if you're not cool on like they don't I, i had a conversation with a kid he goes to spanish springs high schools here in our town and I I asked him if he knew your nephews, you know, Chance and Caden. And he says, no. He goes, but there's 2,200 kids that go to my school. I don't, we don't, you know, I don't know anyone. I just know my friends. But then I have 10,000 followers on Instagram. You know, that's all the all the high school kids because I'm cool or whatever. And it's like totally backwards of what we grew up with. You know, I, I knew every single person that went to Sparks High and everybody knew me. And, you know, you said hi to everyone. Granted, there was different clicks, and I'm not saying I was friends with everyone. But I knew everyone, yep. you know, now they could care less, don't know anything. They're right to their phone and they got 10,000 followers. They're the cool kid. And that's weird, dude. Yeah, so we were talking weird.
0: about somebody here the other night. Were you here with Jim Ray the other night? No. There's some kid in one of the schools here that has like a million TikTok followers that people are like, want to meet at these local games and events and stuff. <laughs> it's just putting a false sense of security onto that kid.
1: It's completely, completely unreal. And he's not who he is on that channel. No. I saw a kid, you know, we were talking about the job markets and stuff and somebody on my thing, you know, posted, you know, he's a high school teacher and he's got a girl that does makeup tutorials and you know, she's got 10,000 followers on Twitch and she makes 50 bucks a day and she doesn't need to get a job. You know, that's her job. She does a makeup tutorial once a day and makes 50 bucks and that's the same as working minimum wage and why would you go work at Burger King when you could do well you get zero social interaction out of your TikTok oh, video or your Twitch video or your whatever. How to be it is.
0: coachable? How to be teachable? How to work yeah. within a group and a team of people?
1: So you're locking yourself in front of your, in in your room in front of your camera, and then you stare at your phone for another hour while you edit it, and then you upload it, and then then you watch the likes roll in, and you you pat yourself on the back, but you you don't have a single you know personal interaction with anybody. It's it's and it's how do those kids grow up, and what do they grow up to be, dude? That's what's scary. I don't know. It's it's
0: a false sense of security, like I mentioned. And I think it causes depression. I think it causes jealousy and envy. Oh yeah. I think it causes laziness. I think it causes our inability to communicate on a personal level anymore. Do you know how many we were at a show the other day, right? We were at a show in Vegas the other day, the SEMA show, and we walked out, and I know that people I know that people have jobs and, they're, and they, they ha- have the ability to do work from that phone. They might be answering an email. They might have had to catch up on their text messages. But when I say that 100% of the people in the food court, in the lobby, lined up on the walls, sitting down by the bathrooms, like it's I have to get off my feet for a few minutes, you know? Every 100% were on their phone. And I looked at Anna and I'm like, Will you please look at our country right now? All of these people in here that have, that have invested in this thing have the ability to be talking and socializing and networking. Networking right now is a key in, in my life. Networking. It's what I'm good at. I'm looking around going, we're the only two not on our phones. We're the only two. And I'm like, look, you think I'm kidding? Look, everybody heads down like they're in their own world. And I'm just like, we are owned by these little phones. Owned by, and I'm not saying that I'm not guilty. Some of the time, I try to do my best. Like we've talked about in in, in prior podcast podcast episodes, we've tried to stay off of our phones, and it's like they got us. So we have this whole mental block. If it's not within arm's reach, we're lost. Yep. We can't go off grid anymore. We gotta we gotta get the service somehow. I respect people that get off grid and don't give a shit about these things. I wish I was Lavore. didn't have to deal with huh. the cell phone and social media and freaking brick breaker and Zelda and Tetris <laughs> and, and all of this stuff right at our hands. Oh, you want to watch porn? Oh, oh you want to see the rocks new movie for Oh, you want to research Robert De Niro? And oh, you want to see where Brad Pitt was born on who gives a com? Like you could literally know everything about the world. And then the last thing that it does before I let you talk, not let you talk, but give you some space to talk. A
1: safe space. Is it
0: turns everybody into a freaking know-it-all.
1: Oh, my God. Everybody's a
0: know-it-all now. Incredible. And and, and the resource in the room. Oh, I just read TMZZ for the last 20 minutes. So now I'm going to go into this conversation and be like, this is going on. I don't give a shit if you caught up because you just read something that's at your fingertips. I want to see passion and love and creativity and how to talk and how to network. I don't care that you know. That President Biden just fell off his bike eight minutes ago, and you got the you got the update <laughs> the from note, that freaking yeah. that freaking lawyer that owns TMZ. TMZ's TMZ's a shit show. Oh, yeah. I've never been on it. I can honestly say I don't go on. That's a lie. One time I went on it five years ago. I'll tell you off mic on the event that happened because I don't want to bring it up. My point is is that it turns everybody into a freaking credible source of information when you really just aren't. You just read something. You just read that something that may not be true. And it might not even be that. true. You're just regurgitating shit. Yep. You don't have any knowledge on the thing. You just went on there and researched it real quick. So that there's a lot of downfalls. And are there pluses? Eh, I get to stay in touch with my family. Well, people have been doing that for millions of years, hundreds and thousands of years, I should say, and they've never had an issue with it. If you really are meant to stay in touch with somebody, you'll, you'll find a it. way. Yeah. I'm going to put up a picture of my baby's first steps. 90% of the people that you're showing that to don't care. Don't care, exactly. They don't care. But it, not that they don't care. It's that. There's nothing sacred anymore. It's given us this false sense that people do give a shit when we should be the exact opposite. Like these country music singers, which I'm sure they're, you know, actors, actresses. Happy Mother's Day to the world's greatest mom. Really, I don't give a shit that you're saying. I don't care that you love your mom. Send
1: your mom. You a should card.
0: love your mom. Tell your mom how, in person. Not that we. Not that. We, not that it's not important that you are a family person and that you were brought up the right way. But how about keeping something sacred? I enjoyed this conference with the loved one of my life, with my loved one. Really? How about you were just at a conference? Right. How about you keep the 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 intimacy authentic between you two. Does everything have to be everybody's business? I want to wish a happy birthday to my aunt. Let's all come together and give Uncle Ted a happy birthday. Why? Because the dipshit doesn't have enough friends to tell him (laughs) happy birthday on his birthday? So my point is, is that why do we have to share the most intimate, authentic, legitimate portions of our life? Because we think people care. We think people give a shit. That's why when I'm like, wait a minute, I did just go to Sturgis. That was a cool deal with Jack Daniels. I'm going to, I'm going to promote the brand. But there was things that happened in Sturgis that were intimate and personal that nobody will ever know about. Oh, sure. That you keep that out. But you look on these things and it's like, I just saw a country music guy. that's like, first week of our marriage has been amazing. And it shows a picture of him and his wife. I'm like, who gives a shit? Right. Do you think that that's going to make you a better country singer? Waylon Jennings is rolling over in his grave. You know, him and Jesse didn't share their most intimate moments mm-hmm. with each other. And if they did, it was through song because they sang together. Yep. That's it. They wrote songs and sang together. Now people think we care that their kids took their first step. I'm not saying that that's not a neat thing and that every parent shouldn't cherish that. I'm saying as a parent, who are you to share that and not keep it sacred?
1: Right. What is sacred anymore? Well, it's, it turned into a huge like bragging board too. You know what I mean? It's like nobody posts anything. It's you know their new car, or the you know flying to Cabo, and I'm on this vacation. It's like all, all they do is brag. You know, I I laugh and wanted to say when you say what you said about SEMA, think of this: SEMA's like the baddest ass car show you could ever go to. Yeah, and you're in one of the coolest cities. I mean, we've had, had some say good what times it is. in Vegas. It's it's a great place to be. And you'd rather be on your phone? I mean, that's embarrassing. You go to Las Vegas, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't look at my phone, but I'm not sitting on the floor at SEMA you know, looking at my Instagram. I want to look at the coolest cars in the world, and I'm going to be at a bar on the strip. you know. That was my point, is yeah. that it
0: wasn't that you looked at all these people and you're like, they don't have to be on there right now. No. They're choosing to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I'm not saying that this guy's not got to run and get on a phone call. I get that part of business. But you're exactly right, dude. You, I walked through that place just like, I wasn't going to sit down and get on my phone. I was like, oh my God, they can do an acrylic wrap like that now. I mean, a vinyl wrap like that now. Have you seen these clear vinyl wraps? Oh yeah, they're insane. Dude, I'm getting it done. Um, Just the ability of vinyl to protect your paint. Everybody should have a vinyl wrap on their truck. I know. And car. Dude, these. they Even
1: having, if you just get a solid have color. Have you been to SEMA? no dude they were doing displays in
0: the booth of these wraps on these mercedes these jags this lambo Ferrari. i was just like mind blown i was like this is the cool just things i was i was like man i'm gonna build me a jeep man i'm I'm gonna become one of these trucky dudes man fucking 50
1: car yeah (laughs) no
0: i don't care it's like i'm gonna get i'm gonna build some cool shit i'm like wait my truck's already built out like a lot of these i already got some cool stuff on it but I'm telling you, that SEMA show blew my freaking mind. Just the just the photos and videos
1: blows my mind. Yeah. I, and I then mean, I saw things that.
0: And then you're just like, how can you be sitting out here eating pizza? <laughs> staring at your phone. Resting your phone on your gut. Eating pizza. Not walking around. Exorc- now, again, who are you to judge? I'm just saying this freaking. Our inability to be present anymore is disgusting. Yep nobody's present
1: you see it at whiskey myers on over the weekend when we went to that oh, concert. i wasn't going to bring that up until next episode well i'm just i'm just going to bring up the point everybody on their phone i took one we were side stage and i took one picture and one video just so i could have the moment uh, memory on my phone but when you looked out in the crowd yep everybody the couldn't whole time i couldn't do it I, I looked at anna
0: you took a video and then Ann. i've had anna take a couple and that was i was
1: i was i was just in awe of cody and how they sounded i want to have one you like i said i have one photo and one video just to you know you look back same with jamie johnson i took one or two pictures why didn't we and one get any pictures with cody after well i was uh over
0: <laughs> really because nobody was giving away alcohol
1: free you know what it was
0: uh i'll tell you exactly what it was you, you guys got are punched, assholes you count punches <laughs> yep for you guys to order those on a concert night, you should be ashamed. Well, of hang on
1: a minute, because in the Gold Room, uh, the the two old fashions didn't help, nor did the uh, Irish coffee out of the espresso machine. So I, I'll agree and disagree with you before you, at the same you even time, got to the venue. Before you even got there, and then a, a cooler full of Miller Lights on the side <laughs> of the stage didn't help either.
0: That's the only way to go to a concert, right? <sighs> so that's the only way I want to go. It's, you just can't. You can't fathom going like sitting up in the in the the bleachers you know the bleachers anymore which is fine it's just when you when you have the ability or the
1: chance to do it that way the other the other thing that i think is fun and and funny and is like the concert today well where are we meeting at six (laughs) i'm not i'm not walking into a concert at 7 45 to catch the show i want to i want to have an hour and a half or two apart tailgating yeah
0: of course tailgating yeah i think that i think it's good Going into, you know, this whole conversation about social media, I think it's good that we still want to socialize and that we still want to get together. And I think that that's missing in a lot of areas of life is that we get wrapped up in our jobs and our kids and our wives and our girlfriends and we lose our individuality. We lose our ability or our desire or our want or our need. To go do those kind of things, like let's go to a concert and have fun. Let's keep doing this. Why do we have to stop that? You don't have to, but a lot of people do because they get that slow down, or they and they get that that everything's wrapped around living through their kids, or they got to be running and gunning on that. I don't want. I don't. I'm the first one to stand up and go. I, I have. I have an unbelievable relationship with my daughter, but. I'm not going to be that person that runs and guns this Little League practice to this one, to that one, to this one. I just don't think that that's uh, doable. It's crazy to me to think that people run themselves into the ground and not keep living their lives. And I'm not talking about in a selfish way. I'm saying we are still human beings. We are still alive. And you cannot live for somebody else, a hundred percent of the time. Right. And more people than we think do that of where they just, they quit communicating with their spouse. They quit communicating with their friends. They don't go on any more guy trips or girl trips anymore. Everything's just about that. They They can't get away from it. And I think it's good that we do. I really do. Maybe that's a selfish, a selfish way to think, but I love the fact that we're already right now, both of us are scheming in our minds. The next time we're going to go do something, which right. I know that spring training is going to be one of them. Well, when's the right time to bring your kids to spring training? I know that it's not when they're nine and I definitely know that it's not when they're 11 or 12. Now when they're 13, 14, 15, then they're more into the game and they really get what spring training is about. But I, like I bring my daughter somewhere now and I think she's going to be all about this, this deal. Eight minutes. They're, they're Doesn't done. Want, they're yeah. over it. It's not their thing. Yeah. So you uh, spend a valuable time with them doing something they want to do. And that we're both going to be into might be a four wheeler ride. Today, it's blanket making. Got all this fabric, Christmas <laughs> colors, freaking cutting fabrics and freaking. You're
1: going to blanket make? That's what we've been doing.
0: Oh. It's voting day. I've been working a lot, oh, but I did forgot. a little bit of that. She,
1: she didn't have school Veterans
0: day. day is this Friday, so we're going to do something that's related to the veterans. We're going to cook a nice little meal and, and go to the parade and do all that stuff. But I want to do those things with my daughter, but I also want to go to spring training with you and my brothers. I want to go cuss with George Brett and drink yeah. wine. And not worry that my daughter's not having a good time. But most people be like, you can't leave your daughter behind. Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can. I I still have a life too. Is that a selfish way to think? Now, this might be the wrong guy to ask this. no, Because you don't ever want kids. And this might
1: be why. I don't know. But I I agree with you. But I also was going to say, and especially after the last couple years, you see it celebrated all over as people getting out of doing fun things. You know, they're, that's all over the Internet, you know. Well, I made plans, but as soon as I got home and got into my sweats, now I'm not going anymore, and I don't want to talk to anyone, and I want to order all my food. I want to do the exact opposite of that. Exact opposite. What, what I want to run exact and gun opposite. on is I want to meet someone for a beer after work, and then I want to meet somebody for dinner after I have that beer, and then, i you know, that's what I want to do is run and gun having fun. And, I, and like you said, maybe I'm the most extreme of what you said because I, I chose not to have kids. Cause I don't want to give up all the things that I do. And I, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. Hey, plenty of our friends and people I know they're that very same way. Right. It's like baseball practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then I got him in a uh, soccer Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and oh, then yeah, it drives me nuts. travel on Sunday and, and Oh, he needs, you know, we got to go to uh, the sporting goods store three times a week. Cause uh, you know, the socks are different. And it's like, where, I get it. Where's dude.
0: your where's your individuality? Yeah. What
1: happened? Hey, you to want your to come life? to dinner Friday? Can't.
0: Why? Oh, uh, so and so's got practice. I'm like, haven't you ever seen the Allen Iverson video? We're talking about practice. Yeah. It's just practice. You parents don't, don't to watch be practice. You shouldn't even be around. My parents the coach. never came to a practice. Let the coach do their job. They got a they got a they got a a, a, a scrimmage game. So what? You you have a chance to do something for yourself. You're gonna go to uh, you're gonna go to 25 games. Now the other mindset is. I want to be a better father than my dad was. I get that. That's great. But you also have a, a, a loyalty to your friends to keep friendships going. That's the way that I look at it. Like I looked at my daughter the other day, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. She said something to me, dude, and it blew my mind. I'm just, And I'm not going to repeat it. It just showed me how clever and witty she is and quick and smart. And I'm just like, I wouldn't change a thing. I would never want to not have this freaking person in my life. This is amazing to me. But I also feel that when I'm with my friends, right? I feel that when I'm with my girlfriend, I feel that when I'm at spring training, I feel that when I'm hunting, I feel that when I'm doing a business meeting or at a trade show or a consumer show, all of that is fulfillment. Okay. That's real fulfillment. It's not fake. I could put up a video of me and my daughter doing what we were doing the other day in the gym. We were in a gym when she said this, working out together. Love working out with my daughter. She doesn't go crazy. She's just doing core and stability and balance, and really working on her her structure and her posture and all that. She's only twelve. She's about to turn twelve in two months. So, I'm sitting there going, "Why don't I take a video of this? This is awesome for the brand." I'm not saying that I was thinking this. I'm thinking that right now, like, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even cross my mind. Never picked up my phone, didn't go, hey, say dad and daughter, look, look what's that? <laughs> say that again. Yeah, yeah, say that again. Like, hey, we're in the gym together. Look at how good of a dad I am. One time I've put an Alyssa on my social media, and I fought it for a while. Is when she killed her first duck. And she was crying. I was crying. Les was crying. Les, it turned 78 that day. He's 81 now, so this is three years ago. 71, 78. She's She's eight, seven or eight. And I'm 42 or whatever, 43. We're all crying. And I thought that that was amazing. (laughs) But then looking back on it, I'm like, was it really worth that to the brand to show? And I, and I sold myself on it was the power of the hunt that somebody like Les that's been hunting for 80 years, almost, you know, 75 years still got that feeling from a, a girl getting her first duck. Seeing his dog retrieve this girl's first duck, a dad being that emotional that his daughter did it. It's the only time I've ever put her on there. Hmm. I don't even know how many likes it got. I'm sure if I had a reel of it today, it'd do very well. But my point is, is that when I'm in the gym with her, I'm not even thinking about putting her on my social media. I've made videos in the gym a couple days later. Just me. Did it for New Balance. Did it for Muscle and Fitness. Did it for the Bodybuilding.com podcast did it for Mountain Ops, did it for the the brands and business. I'm not a workout genius. I just try to show people like, hey, you got to dedicate yourself to fitness and staying in shape the best that you can. Some people choose not to, and that's fine too. But I never once thought to myself, let's get videos of me and my daughter working out Mm -hmm. to show that, oh, he's spending time with his daughter. Most people probably assume that I'm a terrible dad. Most people probably assume that I don't spend any time. I'm never, I mean, I'm with, Never away from Alyssa. I'm, when I'm on the road, I'm on the FaceTime with her and I'm talking with her. When I'm at home, you can attest to this. She's here. She's here right now. She'll be with me on Friday. She's nonstop in my life. But I don't need to go out and prove that to the world. Yeah. I don't need to go out and show thousands of pictures and videos of Alyssa in my life. That's sacred to me. That workout time with her, that blanket Megan today. I could have very easily said, look at Alyssa's wearing this new sweatshirt we got in the foullife.com store. No, gives a shit. Yeah. It's making blankets. That's my time with her.
1: Yeah. You don't need to post that stuff.
0: But most people feel that we care about nothing sacred anymore. I agree. Nothing sacred like when we go to spring training. That's some of the, that's sacredness. Will we get a couple videos down there and a picture with George and a bat signed (laughs) by him? Yeah, probably.
1: But there'll be 10,000 other ones that didn't didn't get it. People don't know what we do. If we put the
0: shit we did down there over the last 10 years,
1: (laughs) we probably get kicked off of social media. It would be nice if we did that road rage show, though. clearly on social media, raids. yeah. The whole drive down there—it's a the number one hit, dude. Think it would do good on the algorithm? I don't or even I think. Banned. I think it'd be a YouTube deal. I think we just
0: <laughs> think you have your own channel on it.
1: You might get it's a notification
0: deal. You get a notification <laughs> on your smartphone or or what do they call Apple just, Watch?
1: Chad just freaked out on a guy.
0: No, a no, Nissan. just Chad. Chad's getting in his car in ten that minutes. <laughs> Chad's guest today will be Alex Crosby, and then you and then you hear the the seat buckle yep. snap in. Windows up, you show the windows going up because nobody's going to hear us, and you just
1: talk mad shit. 13-hour drive to Arizona, you'd have so much content. Oh, yeah. Going through Vegas. Stop off in Vegas. Oh, you'd have to stop off there. Are we going to spring training this year? Yeah. What What concerts in Laughlin? To, that might have been Dude, the there's best. a good one. That might have been the best spring training we ever did was when we stopped for the concert and then rolled through into baseball. You know who's there? ZZ Top. No. You already now, This might be this. a little late. No, I just
0: saw it, and I think it's in March.
1: When are we going to spring training?
0: I don't know. Isn't it usually in March, right? Yeah. We don't go early in February. You don't go early. Oh, you ready? Yeah. Might be too late. Laughlin, Nevada. March 18th. It might not be. Could do it at the tail end of spring training. On the way back. Whiskey Myers at the outdoor amphitheater where we saw Zach. In Laughlin? In Laughlin. That's a no-brainer. March 18th. Yeah, look. Their new tour. Some of
1: their dates came out. Jeez. And this is... So why does it? This, this says February. Why well, doesn't it have the end? So it starts on the 24th, but it doesn't really say when it ends. When does it end? What is it? What is it? Oh, I got to go through this whole thing. What are you looking at? The The baseball schedule that cones. Oh, dude, the 18th. Oh, yeah, they're there. Brewers, Padres, Cubs, Giants. Well, that's right in the middle of it. It doesn't end until yeah.
0: April 1st. That's like that week of the 18th is like when all the starters are playing. I mean, all of the first three weeks of March is when the best games are. So that's perfect. If we went like March, I know, but then I was thinking a little earlier, I have to fly into Vegas on um, the weekend of March 4th, 5th, and 6th. Alyssa has a big volleyball tournament in Vegas that I'm that I'm going to for sure. I've already got my room booked. um. So I was thinking if we meet in Vegas at the end of that tournament and go that week of March 7th, 8th, 9th, somewhere in there, but then we're not down there for Whiskey Myers. It's not hard for me to get back to Vegas and go back and drive down or however we do that. You there. wanted to go earlier. I, I mean... No, I don't want to go earlier. I'm just saying that's what I'm fighting. That's when you're going anyway. That March 6th week and I'm in Vegas to where I could hook up with you guys there and drive down the rest of the way or just fly into Phoenix. Or... We go the week after and lead it into a Whiskey Myers concert on March 18th.
1: Let me just think right outside the box and look at something real quick. Might take me too long to find this, but. Because, I mean, there's other concerts that are going to happen there, right? In March. I'm wondering who's playing there that weekend that you're talking about.
0: Oh, I mean, it's we'll be able to find it. There's other concerts there. I don't know.
1: We could see Elton John, apparently, in Vegas. No, 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 he he did a farewell
0: tour Mm this last week. He was there when I was there for SEMA. 55,000 people two nights in a row. Let me just put
1: the bug in your ear that I want to go to SEMA next year with you. Why? I I would love it there. And Sturgis. I'll just go with you, and then you can go do whatever, and I'll walk around by myself. I'll meet you back at the trash can bar or wherever we go. We can... Dude, SEMA's badass. Oh my God. I, I just saw the pictures and I'm Was that tube thing cool? You want to talk about SEMA next week on the show so we shouldn't talk too yeah. much about it? We can talk about SEMA and we can talk about Whiskey Myers. All right. I was gonna ask you about the tunnel thing with the Teslas. Was it cool?
0: So awesome. I mean, Elon Musk's a genius. Do you sit in, does someone sit in the driver's seat or just yeah. another
1: passenger? No. The drivers. drivers in there?
0: Headsets on, watching their computer. The tunnels are they're so they're they're
1: like circular tunnels. They're like right. a
0: ride at Disneyland.
1: And it goes from the convention center to multiple different hotel-type things? That and multiple stops in the convention center, too, like to get from the North Hall to the West Hall to oh, South really? Hall. Oh, really? It's that big? Yeah.
0: It's 1.7—I it's don't quote me on this. It's like a little over a mile of tunnels. Wow. It's not super long, but no, he but did it— he did it because of all the no, I all know, the but, walking people would have to do in that area. Well, it used to be a line. They should of, have that. He should build that whole tunnel underneath the entire the strip. I, yeah. We're walking from, I'm going to end it on this, this week's episode. We're walking from the Renaissance. My buddy was staying at the Renaissance. We went there for a nightcap with him. And then we were, supp- we're going to go clubbing at the Met, the the big one, the uh, La area and Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. I'm like, oh, shit. Just because you think you can see it from where you're at in Vegas. <laughs> dude. 40 minutes oh yeah it's not i mean if you're huffing and puffing it's a long walk it's did, and then you got stoplights and crosswalks and this
1: and the track. bridges and all that it takes forever did you feel the same way in new york like if you could see you can't see anything in new york it's just so so buildings everything's all, just every- all buildings it's really? concrete jungle
0: oh yeah if you're standing on, on a street you can't see anything in vegas if you're at the renaissance you can. you could I see mean, yeah. you can see like if you're out on the water looking back at back at Manhattan, you can see it like that. But when you're standing in one of, in Manhattan in one of the boroughs or in even in the Bronx and stuff, all the buildings are built up so much that you can't really.
1: You just you see, s- building you see building after it, building after yeah. building.
0: When you get on the corner of the Strip, like you can look down and and kind of see, like look up and say, like there's the Metropolitan. New York's not built like that.
1: I guess because they stagger Vegas, right? You got those long driveways yeah. and then some are up. For, so. New York's can, not built like that. Right. You don't know where the hell you're at. They're just right there and straight up. Straight up. up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Built five inches apart from each other. <laughs> yeah. Next week we'll talk about SEMA, which is the big automotive conference and show in Vegas every year. And then we'll talk about our experience with Cody Cannon and Whiskey Myers. The shirt he was wearing was pretty cool, huh? Really good. Isn't that a cool deal? Yeah. You should have came out here the night before for dinner with him. He's the man. Are, my, have you had my pizzas yet? No. Yeah, the pizza oven rips. Oh, I had to work that night. Yeah, you were scooping. Scooping. Hug high. This Life Ain't For Everybody brought to you again by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey, the iconic Jack Daniels, the old number 7, the Gentleman Jack, the Single Barrel, the Flavors, the Tennessee Apple, Tennessee Honey, Tennessee Fire, the new Bonded, the new Triple Mash, the new Rise, Maple and Oak Barrel Rise by Lexi and Josh Phillips, the Sinatra, the Gold, you name it, the entire portfolio, the offering. Every single day they make whiskey, they're going to make it the best they can. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. We truly appreciate everything that Jack Daniels does for us here at All of Our Brands. Today's episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody, Breaking It Down with Chad and Alex, is also brought to you by Sig Sour. Protect your freedoms, protect your family, protect your homes and your dwellings, provide security for your communities, be a leader, get your concealed weapons carry permit, get educated, take training, be confident with your firearm with your handgun, your shotgun, your muzzleloader, your rifle. Sig Sauer invests in the future of America by supplying training, offering training and education of the firearms process from A to Z, from picking out a gun, choosing a gun, purchasing a gun, how to load a gun, how to unload a gun, how to use a magazine, how to use your sight, everything that it takes to be a proficient proficient marksman, zeroing in on your target having the confidence, practicing your breathing. You can find a lot more at Sigsour.com. dot com. And you can also visit their headquarters and experience the, the SIG Sour experience. Go online and get more details on it. SIG Sauer, thank you so much for being the official handgun of the foul Life and This Life Ain't For Everybody. For Alex Crosby, I'm Chad Belding. Another episode of Breaking It Down, This Life Ain't For Everybody is in the books. We'll be back next week with another one. Appreciate all the downloads. Appreciate all the listening and the subscriptions. Let us know if you want anything specifically discussed here at Breaking It Down by emailing us at info at com. We're going to go out with my man Brent Cobb. This song is called Morning's Gonna Come.